0: church history lesson number 25 or 6 I don't remember welcome back to the par bar podcast we're we are quickly catching up and closing in on the end of our church history lessons for this year today we're talking about jerome jerome lived from 347 to 420 A.D., a contemporary with John Chrysostom. He was born into a Christian home that was also a wealthy family. He was baptized in 370 A.D. He studied, uh, went, to, went to study logic, rhetoric, and philosophy. And like his contemporary John, Jerome was a very good student. He went off to live as a monk in the desert, and there he learned Hebrew. And at this time in church history, that was very rare for any leader in the church to know Hebrew. Uh, in 379, he was ordained as an elder and went to Constantinople. And he studied there with a man named Gregory of Nonscience, who was the bishop of Constantinople at that time, just before John Chrysostom came. Jerome went to, uh, so he was studying there with Gregory, he knew Hebrew. Uh, and Jerome, in his travels, went to visit the bishop in Rome in 382 A.D. His name was Damasus, the bishop of Rome, and he asked Jerome to make a Bible, this is what Jerome is known for, to translate the Hebrew and Greek of the scriptures into Latin. Jerome said that if he would do it, and he would take the Hebrew and the Greek and translate them into the Latin, which was the common language of the day. He would make a Latin Bible for the church. It took him 23 years to finish this. Uh, (laughs) We can just go and Google translate and copy paste and then we have it translated for us in a moment. But it took John 23 years to translate the Hebrew and the Greek into Latin. He finished this project in 405 AD. Remember, From our last episode, Chrysostom died in 407, so two years before John the Golden Mouth died. This Bible is called the Vulgate because it is written in the vulgar language, which just means common, the common language. Uh, You can still buy one of these today. You could read it if you know Latin. I, I think there are editions out now with Latin on one page and English on the other. Uh, But you can buy the Latin Vulgate still today. It was meant to be the Bible for the common use, because people spoke Latin back then, and they needed the scriptures. Jerome's use of the Hebrew also helped the church to know what books of the Old Testament belonged in there. So this was a time in history when the Apocrypha were set aside. But this became a problem in 1546, when the Roman church... Said that the extra books, the Apocrypha, are to be put back into the canon to be part of the Bible, but we'll get to that eventually. Hopefully, you stick around with the Parbar podcast that long. <laughs> it's only taken us 26 episodes to get to the fourth century. No big deal. Now, while Jerome was in Rome, the people loved him there, but many of the pastors and other bishops did not like him. He challenged uh, how they lived. And he called them to be more like Jesus. One of the common things, uh, what we would call today, worldly Christians—people who would go to church on Sunday and do the liturgy, but then Monday to Saturday would live like pagans. And Jerome called them out. He preached against this kind of thing, just like Chrysostom did to Arcadius and Eudoxia. When Bishop Damasus died, Jerome was no longer protected. He had—he didn't have any authority to tell people to leave him alone, and so he had to leave the city. He went down south to Jerusalem and in 386 went to live in Bethlehem. He taught and he wrote and he started a school there for the children. He wrote books on the Bible, what we call commentaries today. He translated the early Greek writings into Latin for the church. Uh, he also fought against false teachings like Athanasius did. He fought against a man named Pelagius, but we'll, we'll talk about him when we get to Augustine, Um, but this made uh, Pelagians mad at him, and the Arians, just like the Arians were mad at Athanasius, if you remember back in the story of the life of Athanasius, when the Arians did not like Athanasius, they drummed up false accusations, they tried to harm him, they sent mobs after him, and so on, and a similar thing happens here with Jerome and the Pelagians. The Pelagians attacked and burned down the monastery that Jerome was living in, because that'll show him. Jerome had to flee, and for two years, he lived in exile and hiding. Jerome eventually came back to Bethlehem. He died there sick and blind in 420 AD, so just 13 years after he finished the Vulgate. Jerome's work on behalf of the church is very important, um, and a lot of what he had done is still available for the church today, and the Latin Vulgate will play an important role in the church as we move forward in history to today. The next man that we're going to talk about probably needs no introduction to some of us, but his name is Augustine of Hippo, and we will talk about Augustine next time on the Parbar podcast. Thank you for listening to this short lesson on Jerome. We'll